Glad to see all of you here, and I'm sure glad to be back with you today to bring a lesson to you from God's Word. I appreciate the elders letting me have an opportunity to preach. I enjoy preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hope I'm able to do that till the day I die. Uh, We also want to say thank you to those folks who are listening at home. You know, there's a good many of them, and we appreciate the fact that they're listening in. I got a sweetest little thank you note today from one of these little ladies that listened. I mean, I got it a day or two ago. Let me tell you something. All of this little pecking that we do in our phones and that kind of stuff is good. All of this instant communication is great. But don't ever forget this. Nothing will take the place of getting a little card or a piece of paper and with your little hand write a little thank you note or a little cheer up note or a little get well note and fold it up and lick it and put it in an envelope and put a 50 cent stamp on of it and mail it. All this other instant is good stuff, but that goes a long way too. Keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, some, a while back somebody asked me to talk about this lesson today and it's taken me a while to get around to it, but I'm happy to do it because it, I think it's a, it's a lesson and a, about a subject that we neglect sometimes, and we shouldn't neglect it. It's important. And I'm going to talk to you about angels a while. Now, this is going to be a very broad subject, so I'm just going to hit along a few highlights of it today. Uh, in fact, there's uh, something like 500 verses in the Bible that deals with angels. That's quite a bit. Good bit in the New Testament and quite a lot in the Old Testament. Uh, more in the Old Testament than in the New Testament, but there's quite a bit in the New Testament in the book of Hebrews and in the book of Revelations that talk about angels. It's interesting, I read something not too long ago that uh, over 60% of the people in the United States in some way or another believe in angels. Now that's strange to me because that's a lot more people than attend church. But anyway, for whatever reason, I, I thought that was interesting. One of the first things uh, we'll think about when you think about angels is how many of them are they? Well, the answer to that is there's lots. Jesus said when he was in the garden, you know, uh, after he got through praying and the crowd came with their soldiers going to take him and crucify him, Peter took out his sword right quick and cut off a servant of the high priest's ear with his sword. Jesus said, put your sword up. He said, I don't need you trying to defend me here in this critical moment. 
If I wanted to, I could call my father and he would send 12 legions of angels to protect me. Now, a legion was 3,000, so Jesus said I could just simply call 12 legions of angels and they'd appear right here and take care of all this situation. Lots of angels. Chapter 12 of Hebrews, verse 22, it speaks of an innumerable company of angels. That's lots and lots of angels. But if you want to know just how many they are, well, I'll tell you. Revelation chapter 5, verse 11 tells you. John was able to see directly into the throne room of God. And in the chapter 5, he describes all of the great things that he saw and these great thrones and these, all of these creatures and strange beings and all of these angels and everything. And he said, and I saw many angels and the number of them is, now we're going to find out how many there is. The number of them is one ten thousand, I mean one ten thousand times ten thousand and thousands of thousands. Now that's a direct quotation. Now, you put all that down on a piece of paper with all of those zeros, and it comes out to 100 trillion angels. And I don't know if they're trying to tell you that that was exactly how many angels it was. John was trying to say there's lots and lots of angels, plenty of angels to go around. Don't worry about your guardian angel. There will be one for you. Lots of angels. But I think we need to know right up front here that there are both good and bad angels. There's the devil and his angels. You've heard of that. In the book of Jude, there's just one chapter in that little book, but verse 6 says in there that Jude describes to us in language that I don't really understand that good. But he said there was a rebellion in heaven. An angel by the name of Satan got some other bad angels and they rebelled against God. And you read it and it, it's, it's, it's quite interesting there. And consequently, the devil and his angels were cast out of heaven. See, I don't understand all that. Don't have to understand all of it. I don't understand about all that about God or anything else. But there are really some bad angels. Their leader is Satan, and he's a fallen angel. And consequently, after he was cast out of heaven... Why have they disguised themselves many times as good angels and they try to attract God's people away from God. And so they working here this world against the Lord Jesus Christ altogether. But we're primarily today considered with Consider, uh, considering and concerned with good angels. Now what does an angel look like? 
Well, now our general picture is a chubby, cheeky little, pretty little chubby thing with little wings and flitting around in the sky and doing good little things and all like that and bringing little presents after you lost your tooth and this and that and the other kind of things, all kind of things. But as a matter of fact, they're very mysterious beings. Uh, it's true that some of them in the Bible are depicted having wings and harps uh, but many and sometimes most of the time they're depicted as being bright and powerful. In fact, when they appear to men many times in the Bible, the man, you find them falling down on their face and trying to worship them. And the, the angels say, no, don't worship me. I'm not God. But they're very, very uh, dynamic people that frequently instill fear in the people when you see them. Uh, well, what does angels do? Well, the word angel itself literally means messenger or servant. And that pretty well describes their activities. They are messengers and servants for God, doing His will, performing things for God. So often uh, you will find them appearing, sent by God, appearing to men and telling them to get up and get busy. Go about doing what God intends for you to do. Frequently when they appear to men, they, they appear in such a glorious way that men prostrate themselves down before these angels and so on, so on and so forth. But they're never, hardly ever you find an angel telling anybody, sit down, relax, take a nap, take it easy. But rather it's always arise, go, do, tell, preach. Get busy doing God's will over and over. Angels were very active, particularly during the life of the Lord Jesus Christ here. They came announcing His birth. They was with him in his times of trial, with him as he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane and blood, uh, sweat like drops of blood came from his head. They was with him at Calvary. Angels came and ministered unto him. They announced his resurrection. They rolled the stone away from the grave that he was placed in and they finally escorted him to glory. They're servants of God doing his will all the time. There seems to be ranks of angels. That is this angel and then these a little bit greater angels. In fact we read in the Bible about arch, the archangel. Seems like he's one of the Ones with Michael, is his name, Michael the Archangel. And then another special angel is an angel by the name of Gabriel. We heard about Gabriel blow the horn. He might blow the last trumpet at the last day. But of course, Satan was a very prominent angel until he fell and <clears throat> fell away. Also, there seems to be two special orders of angels. The cherubim, we read about them in Genesis chapter 3. You remember 
when uh, Adam and Eve were cast out of the garden because of their sin, and God placed a cherubim, these cherubim angels at the gate with flaming swords that turned every way to keep anybody else to getting back into the Garden of Eden and get into the Tree of Life and live forever. He placed them there. And the, the cherubim were placed there at the garden. Then there's another category of a special order, seraphim. You read about them in Isaiah chapter 6. The only thing about the cherubim, they have six wings, not two wings as we normally think about them. But angels, as a general rule, serve God, worship God, and execute His judgment and His will and follow His commands altogether. Well, what uh, kind of beings are angels? Well, they're spiritual beings like God. Uh, in fact, we read in Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14, they are all ministering spirits. So they are, in a many respects, uh, some sort of spirit. And unlike God, angels are not omnipotent, omnipresent, or omniscient like God is. They're not all-knowing, all-wise, and all-powerful. And they are not because they, while they know a lot, they don't know all the ins and outs of uh, salvation. In fact, before Jesus came into the world and offered salvation to all of us, they longed to look into that mystery, but they were not given to know until Christ came into the world himself. So they don't have all of the attributes of God, but they are servants of the living God. For example, when Christ was talking about uh, his coming to the world, and later when Christ was talking about when he had come back the second time, the angels did not know those days. In fact, the Bible says they desired to look into them, but it was not given unto them to know that. Well, when angels appear to men, what do they appear like? In many, many different ways. For example, in the Garden of Eden, Satan appeared as a serpent to Eve when he tempted her. Uh, we find that in Genesis chapter 18, the great patriarch Abraham was camped in the plains of Mamre. And late one evening he looked up and he saw three men approaching. And he quickly told Sarah, kill a fatted calf and prepare something to eat and drink for them because we want to be hospitable. But they were men. Later we find out in reality they were angels. In fact, one of them may have been the Lord Jesus Christ even way back there. But he thought they were men at first, and they looked like men. So they appear in different uh, categories and in different ways. Moses, when he saw and looked at the burning bush, the flame of the burning bush spoke to him. It was an angel speaking to him out of the flame. Uh, the Old Testament prophet Balaam, 
an angel spoke to him from an ass. Uh, so we never know exactly in what way we might be looking at an angel, what, uh, how, what they might appear as. They were very scary to the great prophet Daniel in Daniel chapter 10. In fact, they were so scared that he trembled so much that he fell down prostrate on his face when he was confronted with some angels. Sometimes they appear in white shining raiment. Sometimes they appear in dreams. Sometimes they appear as a man or even an animal in various cases. What is the general message of an angel? Generally, they are the message is, I'm going to condense it, but generally it is, do not be afraid. Go ahead and do God's will. That's what their message is. Do not be afraid of doing God's will. They speak only the word of God. All true angels do. Paul said in Galatians chapter 1 verse 8, But though we are an angel from heaven, speak any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached, let him be accursed. So you don't have to worry about an angel telling you, a good angel telling you anything that's different from what God tells you in his word. He will not contradict God. A good angel will, will not. A bad angel might. Uh, well, the, now we get down to the point that we all been waiting for, and that is this. Are angels active and present nowadays? Now, that's what we really want to know. Now, first, let's look some things that angels cannot and will not do. Number one, they cannot and will not do your work for you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, the Apostle Paul wrote, Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Nobody can believe and obey the gospel for you. Nobody can do your Christian activities for you as a Christian. And an angel is not about to try to do that. Nobody can believe and obey and God and follow him. That's something that's individually upon our own back. We have to learn the truth, obey it, and never wait for somebody like an angel to do it for us. But they many times will point us in the right direction in various ways. Another thing that the angels won't do, the good angels will never change the gospel. In fact, the one time one writer wrote, Though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached, let him be accursed. And they never reach out and teach or preach the gospel to people. That's given into the hands of earthen vessels. That's you and I. In Acts chapter 8, the eunuch was seeking God, reading his Bible, riding along, trying to understand it. And God saw him and had compassion on him and wanted to help him. Did he send him an angel? No, he sent a man 
with the word of God and he joined himself to that chariot and taught him the word of God and subsequently he obeyed the gospel. There was a great man by the name of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. Cornelius wanted to uh, uh, know the truth and he was a good man trying to do his best but he had not yet obeyed the gospel of Christ. Now, he had an angel come to him, Cornelius, but the angel did not tell Cornelius what he needed to do to be saved. But he did say this, you send to Joppa and call for Peter and when he has come, he will tell you what you must do. So Peter the apostle came down there and met with him, Cornelius, and preached the gospel to him, and he obeyed the gospel and became the first Gentile Christians. What a wonderful legacy God has left for us that even angels can't preach the gospel to the world. If the world ever hears and knows and understands what to do to be saved, it's on our shoulders. And that's a mighty wonderful legacy, but a, a, a legacy that carries some weight to it. Well, what do angels do for us as Christians? They guard, protect, and serve, help us serve. Hebrews chapter 1. In fact, in the book of Hebrews, there's more in that one book, aside from Revelation, than any other book in the New Testament. In the first chapter of Hebrews alone, there's only about uh, 12 or 14 verses in the first chapter. And seven times in the first chapter of Hebrews, you read about angels. But in the last verse, verse 14 of chapter 1, it says this, they, the angels, are they not all ministering spirits sent to them who are heirs of salvation? Now, who's he talking about? Angels are sent to minister to us who are saved. Do I believe in guardian angels? You bet I do. They are sent by God to help us in every way. The flat declaration, they are our spiritual ministers. Write it down in your heart. Write it down in your phone. Write it down on the doorpost of your homes. God has sent these angels for our ministers to help us. I haven't seen God. I haven't seen Jesus. And consequently, I haven't seen an angel. But if I can believe in a God that I have not seen... I can also believe in an angel that I have not seen. They are there in sorrow and pain, in trouble and temptation, in danger and trials. We can know them, feel their power, feel their strength, and, and help reach out to us in every way. One time Jesus in Matthew chapter 18, 
he brought a little child and set it down in the midst of those that he was teaching. And he said, you see this little child, innocent and precious, helpless, virtually helpless. But he says this, I tell you, that's when Jesus says that, he says, I want you to listen now. I tell you, in heaven, their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. What does all that mean? I don't know what all it means. But I tell you, all it means is good stuff. It's good stuff. Guardian angels, you bet I believe in guardian angels. You maybe you're wondering, Ray, have you ever met an angel? You bet your dollar I think I have. Maybe one day I'll have time to tell you about angels I have met. You see, I don't know it, except I do know it by faith. I don't know about God. But I believe with all my heart that God is. And I believe with all my heart that Jesus is and lived here on this earth and died for us. Never seen him. And I hadn't seen these angels either. Let me tell you, the first angel that I think came into my life and was such a help and encouragement and a teacher for me. We was uh, having service in De Quincey. We had already started the singing. We was in about the second song. And uh, suddenly they came in a little man from the back back and he walked right down the front. He was short, dark complected, old, not a very pretty fellow, had on a little coat and a shirt, a pair of pants. Now they didn't match and it was kind of faded. You could tell it wasn't very good. And he had a little felt hat on his head. He walked right down. We were singing. Now you can imagine what we do. You saw that. We'd all turn and look at that little feller. He came right down to the front while we were singing. Sat right down in the middle of the first seat. Wasn't nobody on the first seat. He sat right down there. And I was thinking, well, you rascal, you're going to need to take your hat off you in church. That's what I was thinking. But he sat down and took it off. Thank you, Lord. He took the hat off. Over the next few years, my angel taught me lots of things and gave me lots of help. Lots of ways. And then later I found another angel. I'm pretty sure it was an angel. Pretty sure. 
So yes, angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to those who are salvation. You probably have a guardian angel, and I'm, I'm pretty sure your children do too. There's plenty of them. God wants you to be saved. If you've never acted on your faith, accepted Jesus, turned away from your sins, been baptized for the remission of your sins, there's a little somebody sitting on your shoulder right now saying, you really need to do that. Some punching at you in the stillness of the night. Saying you really need to get up and go help that widow woman that you turned away from today. Have you ever felt anything like that? I have. And then the wonderful thing about angels... When the Lord Jesus Christ comes back, he's going to be, have a great host with him. 2 Thessalonians 1, 7, And you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus Christ shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Just think. A hundred trillion. What a day that will be with its mighty angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God. And then I want to tell you one other thing. You'll have an angel with you when you live. And if you're a Christian, you'll have angels with you when you die. As escorts to paradise. Jesus told us about the wonderful story of the rich man and Lazarus. Rich man was a bad man. And when he died, he went to hell. But he said, the poor man, when he died, he went to Abraham's bosom, paradise. But he says, angels were his escorts. I am so blessed to have a wonderful group of uh, children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. I'm not worried about somebody to be getting up in my funeral that's coming up before too long. Got a whole bunch of grandkids that's big enough to do that now. No problem. But guess what? We're going to have some angels with them too if I'm a Christian when I die so when you're talking about angels there's so much about them I don't understand but I my faith allows me to see them and know that they're with us pulling for us anxious and if you're not a Christian Something nagging you. 
probably an angel, that you need to be. Or you need to be more faithful. Or you need to be conscious of the fact that we need to be productive servants of Jesus Christ for what all He's done for us. And He gives us these angels even to help us. Folks, we can't miss. We're going to heaven. Have confidence. Live in this world confident of your faith in Jesus Christ. May God bless this lesson in your ear. And if any way we can help you obey the gospel, won't you come while together we stand and while we sing.